I hope you can do it. I don't have a choice. You better do it or <laughs> I'm going to look like an asshole. <laughs> Patted Room Podcast, you filthy animals. My name is Darian. I am back, running this uh, shit show right into the ground week by week for your listening enjoyment. Monica is not here. Uh, she's having that oral herpy thing uh, that we talked about last week taken care of. Good for her. <laughs> I told her ignoring it is not going to make it go away. <laughs> In right? fact, I think it was actually making it get bigger. And uh, it was becoming a little distracting. Buddy is in the house. Yeah. <clears throat> What's up with you, big guy? Oh, not much. You know, working every day. Uh, as usual. Yeah, you know, I, I did something. I tried something out. What you do? What are you trying out now? <laughs> Crystal <called> meth. <laughs> Orange Theory Fitness. Orange Theory Fitness. Yeah. I've heard of this. Yeah, it's an endurance uh, group class like setting. Yeah. And 24 people or 36 people, depending on what class. Cool. And it's just a mix of uh, running, rowing. Uh, free weights and it's just constant for one hour non-stop it's like a crossfit type of a deal yeah just not as intense so yeah okay well it sounds intense yeah so i just had my uh, first trial one last monday uh-huh. and uh, or yesterday and i start in two weeks nice yeah, full board into it oh boy 5 a.m class every, oh, every monday through thursday is what i'm doing why do you have to do 5 a.m because you know i'm running out of time in a day there's just not enough time Fuck i mean between sleeping ass. working it's like hey you know what i should do i should just get rid of one of my hours of sleep and just go work out i'm not doing that <laughs> well i gotta get prepared because i did sign up for the RTO. You're doing it. Yes, You're I am doing, doing it. it. You son of a bitch. You're <laughs> yes. coming with us next year. Uh, I am. So I, I love make you. Sure I am fully ready. You crazy fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right on, man. I am a little punchy this evening. I ran six miles today. Woo. <clears throat> I was dehydrated to start with. Oh, well, that's And uh, I think the temperature topped out at about 102. Wow. During my six mile adventure with Damn. my kids in the stroller. Mm. And here's the here's the really dumb part. Huh. <clears throat> I've been listening to a lot of uh, running podcasts. You know, you're supposed to wear shoes, right? Well, I did. I did wear shoes. Okay. But there's uh, there's one guy that I really like, and he does this thing, right? To, he has to. You have to keep your body guessing, like with the different run types. Oh, you know, you want to like run one distance. One, you don't want to get into a routine of running the same distance at the oh, same that, pace. Right. Yes. So what he does is he rolls a six sided die, and then that's how many miles he runs. So oh. I'm thinking to myself, I'll give it a shot. Why not? So I come home from work. I get the kids. I'm like, Dee, it's fun time for run time. De- Deacon, my son. He's like, yay, daddy. And I'm mm-hmm. like, we're going to try something, bud. I want you to roll this die. And t- whatever you roll, that's how far we're going to run. 
What do you What do you suppose he rolled? <laughs> Let me guess. I'm going to say a six. Boxcars. <laughs> oh fuck me. Oh, you should you should have a uh, like two different color dice, and then you set like a pace on each uh, on the other die. You should set a pace. So if you roll six, and then on your let's say that's a red die, right? And so your red die, you roll a six, okay? And then you roll, you know, at the same time you'd roll a red die and a blue die, right? And a blue die is like a certain pace that you would keep, so you'd have like a something on mark. Well, that so, would make sense, except if I rolled like a one, I'm actually just gonna have to like mosey. It wouldn't even be a run anymore. You well, know what I'm saying? Well, no, you wouldn't set like one of them as walking. Well, yeah, I mean that's <laughs> but if I roll like a one and a three, one point three miles an hour. Now I'm I'm basically just sitting. <laughs> you know what I'm That's saying? That's not what I mean. <laughs> One, one's like the distance. So let's say, you know, you roll a six. Mm-hmm. You got six miles. And then you roll like a three. Then you do like, I don't know, like uh, just somewhere between starting as a jogging. And then you have like a medium pace, high pace. and then like Dude, you're, get, you're getting way too complicated. <laughs> it sounds like I'm going to need a calculator for this. So yeah, I don't pretty, know what you're going it. <laughs> I am going about to make a very un-American uh, statement, buddy. Uh-oh. Are you prepared for this? All right. If you're I'm un-American, gonna, <laughs> listen up. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you right now. It's the truth, though. Oh yeah. Soccer is more exciting than baseball. Oh, I could have told you that. It's the truth. That's why I played eight years of soccer. It's the like truth. One year of baseball. It's more exciting to watch too. Yeah. I went to a Reno uh, 1868s game. Had a great time. Yeah, I had a friend who was on the uh, U.S. Soccer League. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was fun. It's a fun game to watch. People are on the they got like a whole drum section over there. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like chanting and dancing in the the, the seats. Are hooligans? They're fucking soccer hooligans. <laughs> yeah, it was great. I had a great time. Yeah. Last Aces game I went to went fourteen fucking innings. Oh, we were there man. till twelve thirty at night, buddy. I don't. You know another reason why. I another like- foul ball. Go fuck yourself. I'm going home. I don't like going to baseball games because I swear every time I go to a baseball game, the damn ball finds its way to me. You catch it? No, I never bring a glove, but I always get hit with it. <laughs> You're supposed to catch it, man. Take a glove with. I'm like, oh, I, I can't remember the last time I went there. I was like. Oh, man, I hope this isn't like every other game I'm here. Damn ball always catches me by surprise. I was eating. I was eating. It hit me in my thigh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. I was like, motherfucker. That sounds painful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that being said, uh, I don't agree with you. I, I would much rather watch soccer. Dude, I'll go to. I'll, I mean, just take a look at the at the people in the crowd. Next time you go to a baseball game or you watch a baseball game on TV, look at the crowd. They're all on their cell phones. They all have laptops open, you know, reading newspapers. <laughs> eating food. Eating food, getting up, going around, walking around, coming back. They yeah, don't give a shit. It, yeah, it's Because so there's boring. nothing fucking happening. I might as well take my kids over here to the little park section. Yeah, a little playground over here. <laughs> yeah. Of course. You're not going to miss anything. <laughs> yeah, nope. Ah, oh, fuck off. You get off. back, it's like, oh, it's the same score? Shocker. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Another foul ball. <laughs> fuck. Yeah. Twelve thirty at night, you assholes! I think the most exciting part is like looking around, and see what different kinds of foods are. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, you know. And if you you get the right angle on a hot chick, sometimes you can see down her shirt. Oh, I haven't tried that yet. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit down there, and you see right down her shirt. <laughs> All right, you goddamn rapist. <laughs> we got a horror show to get into here, kids. We got horror news, listener mail, uh, all the usual shenanigans. Let's start her off with a little. Horror news, buddy. Buddy, it's horror news. Uh. 
Horror news. All right, go ahead. Horror news. <laughs> All right, so it's almost Halloween. It, <laughs> less I mean, than a, it's less than 100 days. That's actually, true. I think it's less well, than it's like 94 now. days or something. Uh, yeah. So uh, since it's almost Halloween, why don't you bring the new Pennywise into your home with Spirit Halloween's six foot five foot tall animatronic decoration? I am totally stoked for this one. Yeah. It is. Uh, so, yeah, Spirit Halloween is Damn sure done the proper justice to Bill Skarsgård iteration of Pennywise the Dancing Clown with this brand spanking new life-size animatronic decoration measuring nearly seven feet tall and now up for pre-order. The officially licensed Spirit Halloween exclusive decoration both lunges and speaks at anyone who passes by its infrared sensor. Lunges. Uh, yeah. It lunges at people. Right, probably like, you know, kind of like shakes down. It kind of reminds me of like one of those little, you know, blowing things. Like, oh, really? Yeah. Outside the car dealerships? Yeah, but I don't think it's that cheesy. <laughs> but it comes not. with at least uh, these three sayings. Well, I'm Pennywise, the dancing clown. I'll take him. I'll take all of you. And I'll feast on your flesh as I feed on your fear. I mean, I don't know what the voice actually sounds like. Well, on not it, like that, but, I yeah. imagine. <laughs> but in the other one, this isn't real enough for you. I'm not real enough for you. It was real enough for Georgie. All right, all right. And uh, one of the other ones, where are you going? If you lived here, you'd be home by now. Join the clowns. You'll float down here. We all float down here. Yes, we do. No. I, I would love to actually hear what this thing sounds like, but it, it sounds pretty cool. Yeah. So you can order yours today for? 250 269.99. Wow, that was close. And it's expected to arrive around September 11th, now through July 31st. And you can also enter to win uh, on Instagram. You can try to win one. There you have it, inmates. You want yes. to psychologically scar your children? That's how you do it. <laughs> that would be a badass one to have. It would be, except my <laughs> kids would uh, never speak to me again. <laughs> Probably not. Nope. Speaking of it, it, it part one, or the one that already came out, mm -hmm. is returning to theaters in August Ooh. with eight minutes from its chapter two playing after the credits. Okay. So make sure you check that out. And chapter one is returning to theaters for two nights in August and includes a post-credit reveal of eight minutes of new footage from the forthcoming sequel. Uh, the first night is Saturday, August 3rd, and you can also see it again on Tuesday, August 6th. Hmm. I don't know that it's going to be around here. I mean, I, I, you know, you'd have to check. Probably but. not. Nothing ever is. Yeah. This is Reno, Nevada. But Nobody gives a shit about Reno. Again, and I don't know if I want to ruin myself for eight minutes, though, over the next... Yeah, I think one. I don't. I don't think I need that. Yeah, you know, I, would I can wait. Just watch the first one. I'll watch the first Maybe one. Leave it credits. <laughs> well, I mean, it wasn't really. I mean, it was just him laughing at the end of the credits in the theater of the first one. Yeah, you know, I'm good. Mm -hmm. I'll pass. I got it on Blu-ray. Oh yeah, I'll watch it whenever I want. There you go. Um, let's see. What else do I have here? CW will be shooting a brand new pilot for the Lost Boys TV series this fall. Mm -hmm. So we learned last month the CW's already filmed pilot episode for TV series based on Lost Boys is being completely scrapped and retooled, with most roles being recast for an entirely different attempt at oh. getting the project off ground. That doesn't bode well. Right? The writer, uh, Heather Michelle... Or Heather Mitchell is doing a rewrite on the script now. We've gotten through the notes. Thomas told Deadline, we are going to shoot the pilot this fall. 
there were scenes that were that they thought were too uh, going to be a better job. So it's going to be a forty percent rewrite. So it's not a total rewrite. So it's a forty percent. Yeah, but they're recasting everything. Yeah, they are recasting. That's alarming. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't have the highest hopes for this thing to begin with, but I mean, if they're they're basically wadding it up and throwing it in a wastebasket, right? Right, and mm-hmm. say, okay, no, no. Yeah, so they're just try again. Sixty like percent of the idea, but they're going to redo the rest. So, yeah. so they're basically keeping the skeleton of it. Yeah, that's what I would think. And then everything else has got to go. Mm-hmm. That's not a good sign, buddy. Not usually, no. Well. So, uh, back to it. Okay. <laughs> if you watch... Perfect segue. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? I probably should have led this one earlier. Uh, if you watch back-to-back, uh, the It films run will be a total of five hours. Holy so, Because balls. this one, the, the one that just came out, is like two hours, 15 right. minutes. And the other one's going to be like... Three uh, and change. Yes, yeah, three and change. Three hours and 15 minutes or something Ugh. like that. Oh. Uh, so, it, so at the beginning, you'll be building the beats of the story. Everything you put into these seems very essential to the story. However, when you have the movie finally edited and it's four hours long, you realize that some of the events and some of the beats can be easily lifted, but the sense of the story remains intact. Uh, you cannot deliver a four-hour movie because people will start to feel uncomfortable no matter what they see. But they ended up having a movie that is two hours and 45 minutes long. Uh, that's for that part, too. Okay. And the pacing, is, uh, I guess, is very good. Nobody uh, who's seen the movie has had any complaints. So they've already pre-screened it, but at least nobody has complained about it. Okay. Uh, and just so you know, It Chapter 2, Pennywise will return to theaters and IMAX worldwide September 6th. Oh, this year. buddy. Yeah, I'm next super month. stoked for I'm this. into it. Yeah. I'm into it. I'm into it. Me too. Yeah. I'm into that. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's a cheap knockoff of it called That. Uh, really? Yeah, the Asylum Studios. Of course. Those fucking turds. Like Same people that brought you Sharknado. <laughs> oh, really? Horse shit. Oh, no. Well, that's all I got. What do you got? Hey! Looks like trailers are up for American Horror Story 1984. Yes, I saw it. It looks interesting yeah um basically the only i don't know if you saw the same trailer i did but all it showed was a bunch of kids in a truck flying down a dirt road and it looks like they're headed to the party cabin and then underneath the the truck is our i guess our slasher type of a dude yeah that's who i was thinking too yep so i'm into it yeah you know i'm i'm a fucking chump i'm a sucker for american horror story as it is yeah i'm a sucker i'm a sucker for the 1980s i like it when they bring that shit back you know i do but it's kind of become a thing lately you know yeah well stranger things stranger things started it all uh-huh it and is back you know yeah that's was in the 80s also uh-huh. uh 1984 or summer of 1984 summer of 1984 that was yeah. a pretty good one uh-huh um you know it's just all over the gut uh glow oh yeah glamorous ladies of wrestling yeah. it's all over the place now yeah I, I'm okay with it because it's just for me. It's that nostalgia. Oh know? yeah, but I, I suppose probably these uh, the the millennia kids they probably they don't know what the fuck is going <laughs> yeah, on. Like what the fuck? Hey, <laughs> that guy's not on Instagram. What the hell's he doing? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> why don't they use cell phones? So <laughs> stupid. Why just why don't you just tweet somebody? <laughs> yeah. Just tweet them and tell them there's a problem. <laughs> Uh, it looks like Amazon Prime has officially canceled Lore and Too Old to Die Young. I haven't I, seen either. I watched Lore. I have not seen the other one. Hmm. Lore was basically this. Uh, it's bas- basically uh, dramatic reenactments of uh, like urban legends. Oh, okay, <clears throat> yeah, sounds cool. It was all right. 
Hmm. I mean, it didn't really, I was hoping for more of like a uh, documentary style thing where oh. they dug deep into the backstory and the mythos and all that. Oh, yeah. But really, it was just more like a, dr- dr- you know, kinda dramatizations. Like, kind of like sightings is kind of what you were hoping for. Yeah, well, you're more, more in that vein. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't. It was hmm. not any, it had nothing to do with that. I'll be there. Looks like James Wan is producing a I Know What You Did Last Summer pilot Ooh. for Amazon. I'm okay with that because James Wan's name is attached. I like to I like me some James Wan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also like me some I know what you did last summer. Yeah, I'm of the few in uh, far between horror fiends that actually thinks that one is better than Scream. Oh, I entirely agree. Whoa, now, yeah, that's a hot take from Buddy. Yeah, I, I that's a Buddy hot take. <laughs> I do like that a lot more in Scream. Scream. I like it too. Scream was just cheesy. So well, it was it was fine. It but was dude, meta. That, that guy with a hook though, man. Woo. That the problem I have with Scream is that it feels to me like it's being teeny bopped te- well yeah i mean it's the same thing and i know what you did last summer but scream kind of feels more like a satirical irony type of a thing yeah whereas i know what you did last summer felt like a fucking horror movie mm-hmm. to me it did so there's that um are you ready for something really stupid no oh, no there is a <laughs> petition flying around uh, various local governments to have Halloween moved to the last Saturday in October. You know, I heard about this. Go fuck yourself. Halloween is when it is. It's the 31st of October, you yeah, assholes. Don't be messing with the date. God. I'm sorry you have to work the next day sometimes. It happens. Yeah. You can have a Halloween party on the 29th, if you'd like, or the 28th. Yeah. Or whenever everybody's schedule works out. Right. But you're taking your goddamn kids trick-or-treating on the 31st, buddy. Mm-hmm. Did you sign the petition? I, I know no. when you're lying to me. I know no, when you're lying to me. I definitely did not. You better not. I'll find out. <laughs> oh, yeah. I will find out, buddy. And I will throw a coaster at you. Is that what you I, want? No, I did sign it. I think I put your name on God it. God damn it. Where's that coaster? <laughs> Give me that coaster. Uh, lastly, it looks like Mahershala Ali is confirmed to replace Wesley Snipes in the upcoming Blade reboot. Yeah, I saw that. Um, I'm okay with it. Me too. Yeah. Uh, are you, you're familiar with Mahershala Ali? Well, I, not uh, like movie-wise, but I saw the picture. I was like, I recognize that guy. I can't remember what from. He does good work. He was Cottonmouth in Luke Cage season one. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he did pretty good. He, I, He's, I mean, a lot of, he feels like he's doing a Wesley Snipes impression. But mm. I'm basing that solely on Luke Cage season one. Right. You know, like he's kind of. His mannerisms are the same, you know, his, um, kind of like, um, I don't know. It just felt very, very Wesley Snipes, that portrayal. I think that just might be the way he acts. It might be the the character also. They may have told him to act like Wesley Snipes for Cottonmouth. Yeah. I'm okay with it though. I I think he'll do it justice. We'll see though. Me too. I'm all right. I'm all right with a new, uh, blade. Yeah. You know, I'm not particularly loyal to Wesley Snipes. I'm not mad at Wesley Snipes, but. I wonder if he'll have like a cameo in it probably, like somewhere. Probably. That'd be pretty cool. The Stan Lee-esque thing. Yeah. He'll be the old man by he'll the be, tree. He'll be like a security guard taking tickets. Oh, that would suck. <laughs> that would suck. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> If you're going to put him in there, at least make him the mayor or something. Or he's a subway driver. No, don't do that. <laughs> make, him, uh, make him a cop or something. That gets like just mutilated. No, don't. You, just... Say a few lines, wander off screen. Uh, there you go. Hey, there he is. There, go get out of here. You know, when I was your age, I took down a lot of them. Bloodsuckers. They're Blood everywhere. Bloodsuckers are everywhere. What they should do is give Corey Feldman a cameo. Oh, yeah, right. Bloodsuckers are everywhere. <laughs> Why do I sound like Hulk Hogan all the time? I don't know. 
<laughs> all right, you maniac. That's all we got on the horror news. Let's do a little listener mail here, shall we? Oh, yeah. Listener mail. Oh, we got emails and voicemails and all kinds of fun stuff going on here. All right. Let's start it off in Houston, Texas with our old friend Lance. Hey, Lance. The Horror Returns podcast. Mm, Yeah. You know you're listening to it, so just go ahead and enjoy it because you're already listening to it. Mm -hmm. Subject line, hopefully these picks don't get messed because Buddy is giving a handjob or something. (laughs) (laughs) It has come to my attention that Lance wrote in last week and for whatever reason his email did not make it to our inbox. But to my credit, I did check the junk mail, as I always do. Yes. Right before I... I am a witness to that. that. It was not in there, Lance. I don't know what the hell happened. Uh, well, guys, since you missed my email last week, let's do this. I love killer clowns and I love Nazi zombies. So Killjoy and Nazis for my votes. Killjoy right and Nazis... In a world of mass hysteria, <clears throat> is Monica the Ruins? No, she is not. Keep them coming, Lance from Texas. That was a good guess, though, Lance. Yeah, thanks, Lance. You are not correct. Sorry. <laughs> uh, let's go to... Better luck next time. Oakland, California, my pod girlfriend, Angel. Angel! Haven't been heard from while. you in a while. Been a while. Subject line, mm-hmm. Darian in a garter belt. Ooh! Hey. <laughs> hey <now>. Hey. <laughs> is it just hot in here, or is it just me? I don't know. Maybe I know what you're chasing into maybe, maybe it's this garter belt I'm wearing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hi, padded room. First things first. For Terror Dome, give me Celine in singles. That a girl, Angel. Uh, and Nazi zombies in teams. You got it. Right on. I saw Midsummer and predict that at least two of you will not like it. I enjoyed it, but it was definitely a WTF movie. Hmm. I also saw The Intruder with Dennis Quaid. I didn't notice any sort of stroke or neck issues, but I was impressed when he took his shirt off. <laughs> not bad at all. <laughs> I bet. I do hope he doesn't go crazy with getting any more work done, though. Yeah, it yeah. kind of happens when you reach a certain age in Hollywood. You got to uh, put a bunch of water balloons in your face or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what that's you all know about. What? I'm getting old. You know what I should do? I should just like fill up my face with Botox. That's what, you know what? I should uh, make my face look like a catcher's mitt. Yeah. I, I think that's the with, best thing for me. With a, I can't talk to anybody now. <laughs> right? With a permanent smile. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I had to look up the Power Ranger actor guy that someone said you look like, and I totally see it. Oh, that oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jason uh, Park, Patrick. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I kind of saw it. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's there. What is the movie you're most excited for this coming fall? I love seeing horror flicks around Halloween, so I hope there are a lot. That's all for me now. Bye. It. Angel. I got to say it yeah. also. I'm stoked for that one. Mm-hmm. I am too. Um, there is some other stuff coming out this Isn't fall. Is Saw? Saw's coming out? That's not till next May. Oh, it's next May? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's like a year out. Uh, I'm going with it on that one, uh, yeah, Angel. Definitely. It's uh, God. I hope they don't shit the bed on it, though. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's the worst. Uh, let's get over to Sydney, Australia. Here comes Tim. Hey, Tim. Tim's in the house. Subject line: votes. Hey guys, just Terradome this week. I'm taking Celine. 
just because she's hot in Nazi Zombies and Teams. You All right. Got it in Nazi Zombies and Teams. Wow. Beautiful. Thanks for writing in, Tim. Let's get over to Reno, Nevada. Here comes Sean. Hey, Sean. Subject line votes. Just votes again because I barely remembered in time to write in for singles. I think I'll go with Killjoy for no reason other than I like him. Right. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, I have to go with the Nazi zombies. I feel like put against any kind of zombie or infected style team, they're going to win since they are basically just a smarter version that can use weapons. That is sound logic, Tim. Mm-hmm. That's it for or Sean, actually. It's sound logic, Sean. I like it. This is going to be a blowout on that one. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think anybody has voted for the infected thus far. Uh, we got some voicemails here. All right. Here come some voicemails on the voicemail side of things. Uh, let's see who's up first here. Let's get down to beautiful Alabama with the uh, 245 trioxin of people that call into the podcast. It is Alan. Alan! Cha-cha! Added room, what's up? What's Hope up, everybody's Alan? doing good. It's the uh, coleslaw people that call coleslaw. into your podcast. Okay. Anyway, Terror Dome, Jimmy Sling, because, well, she's hot. Fucking ain't right she I've is. I've never been able to finish a Killjoy movie. <laughs> and in Kings, give me the Nazi zombies. Anyway, um, the crazies. I've seen it once. I remember not really liking it. I liked the original a lot more. Actually, Ooh. I didn't really like the original that much either. Yeah. Um, huh. I don't know why. I just they just didn't hit me like they like I thought they would. Anyway, uh, not sure who Monica is. I'll think about it. I may get back to y'all. Okay. I know it ain't Pootie Tang. It is definitely anyway, not. Y'all Pootie have Tang. a good one. <laughs> Bye. I can confirm that it is not, in fact, Pootie Tang. Yeah, not this time. And there was actually quite a few people that hit me up on social media saying, "I'm pretty sure it's Pootie Tang." I'm, t- I'm clear the air right now. She is definitely not Pootie Tang. I think they wanted some Pootie Tang. I uh, could be. Well, they went came to the right place. <laughs> uh, are you ready for a blast from the past, amigo? Oh, I am so ready. Let's go to Reno, Nevada. Here comes John Barlow. Barlow! Hello, Peregrine Cartel Podcast. This is John Barlow. JB in the house. What's up, Barlow? Uh, friend from work. Okay. I'm here to let you guys know I'm doing fine. Very well. We were worried. Um, Do you have yeah, a heart just, uh, Okay. Seeing how you guys are doing. Doing good. A lot of fun stuff. Uh-huh. I hope Darian, Monica, you guys are doing, hopefully you guys are doing well. I'm fine. Buddy, I'm here. you are doing great as well, as always. Okay. Oh, thank you. Again. I'm just, but yeah, just calling to make sure you guys are doing well. Okay. I'm still alive, so don't get too worried about me. I'm okay. still alive. <laughs> Perfect. I'm not having fucking strokes or anything like that. Are so you good, sure? Good. So, yeah, no. I'm oh. fine. <laughs> Is there two of them? So, yeah, so. <laughs> so what? All right. I'm out of here. Okay. 
thanks, Barlow. Thanks for uh, checking in on us. Oh, Barlow, we missed you, buddy. Hell yeah, we did. Every time that Barlow calls, I feel like I am a hot, I'm a screaming hot chick. And he's a guy that's trying to get in my pants, but he's <laughs> just too fucking nervous to say anything. You know what I'm saying? Uh, how's it going? Uh, I'm doing good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, you're crazy, Barlow. I love you. All right, my man. Let's get over to... Um, I believe this to be... Troy in Salt Lake City. Let's get to Salt Lake City and Troy. Hey, Troy. Hey, what's going on, what's guys? What's going on, Anyways, Troy. Troy? What's up, Troy? Um, <clears throat> I'm calling in for to start off with the uh, Terror Dome. You got me. Take these picks pretty seriously. I'm going to have to say Celine overall. All right. Clown, a demented clown. Gunshot done. Over. I have to agree. Um, Nazi zombies and infected. I'm going to go with because they're oh. outnumbering, I think, and they will pick out them one way or another. I don't know. It's a tough one. Just go with Infected. Okay. The underdog they're, on the board. they're on the board. They are definitely anyway, the underdog. Anyway, a couple underdog. movies I saw. Um, Crawl. I heard good, good movies about uh, I feel like the survival monster type movie. Really good. But it had a, some points in there where you're like, uh, okay, you know, kind of whatever. So it kind of dropped some points for me, but it's still a good movie. I right think it was one of the best for 19, 2019. Very cool. Um, the other one I watched last night called Hakazusa. I saw that I one. It's a, it's a German, something for witchcraft or yeah. something. And very atmospheric hmm. period type thing like the witch, but really atmospheric and bizarre. Mm. Um, Ending I is think jacked I think you watched it there, Ian. I did. Um, at uh, one point in that movie, did she eat what I thought she eat? Yes, she did, but, sir. Uh, I'll leave that ambiguous. So you say yes or no? Uh, um, yes, I had the same question. Idea? Yes. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, back to, uh, your uh, about your teeth cleaning. You better clean those teeth and get them clean with the dentist because they do a deep clean. They have to pull your gums back like an elastic waistband and dig down in there. Oh fuck! Very serious stuff. Ooh. Wash your teeth. Keep them clean. You're right. It gets pretty bad. You're goddamn anyway, right, Troy. I'll talk to you guys later. Have fun. Beautiful. <clears throat> Thanks for calling in, Troy. Thanks for backing me up on that one, Troy. <laughs> <laughs> clean them damn teeth. Hagazusa. Yeah. There is some gnarly stuff going on there. Oh, yeah. And I, I watched it. I saw Troy watched it, and uh, Odd Mother watched it also. Hmm. And Odd Mother watched it like the day after I watched it. And she's like, hey... Thanks for recommending that movie. It was really cool. And I'm like, hey, so um, that thing at the end, are you thinking that she uh, did what I think she did? And she's like, fuck yeah, dude, that's gross. <laughs> I'll tell you off the air. Okay. It's it's pretty gnarly. And Troy knows what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. But yeah, my uh, I'm I'm thinking, yeah, you you saw what you thought you saw, Troy. Wow. It is fucking gnarly. <laughs> wow. Like the last uh, 20 minutes of that movie gets pretty gut-wrenching. Mm. All right, let me take a quick look at the old junk folder, make sure we didn't leave anybody out. Mm-hmm. Hey, looks like we got a last-minute entry here. Oh, yeah? Violet's in the house. Ooh, hey, Violet. Subject line, going for the underdogs. Ooh. Uh, hey, guys, based on last week's comments, I've decided to vote for what looked like the underdogs. 
which is better than voting for the underwear. All right. Or the hot dogs. Uh, yeah. Hot, well, actually being like a judge in a hot dog contest. Oh, yeah. Not a hot dog eating contest. That's <laughs> disgusting. That's disgusting. And you don't want any of that. Mm. For singles, I'm taking Celine. Woo! Ran away with it. For mm-hmm. teams, the infected. Not really. Uh, until next week, bye! All right. Thanks, thanks for bye. writing in, Violet. You are a classy lady, my dear, and that is all we have on the listener mail. Do you have anything for Violet, Troy, Sean, Tim, Alan, um, Angel, uh, Lance, or anybody else for that matter? Barlow and Angel, thanks for getting back to us. It's been a while, and thanks everybody else for writing and calling in. Angel, there may be uh, pics available of me in said garter belt. Oh, yeah. I'm not making any promises, <laughs> but whether you get a, a nice Chardonnay in me and I'm starting to feel loose and comfortable and you're being a lady, then I just might disrobe a little, <laughs> my dear. You ready to get into a fucking movie? <laughs> Would you like some Chardonnay? Well, hey. <laughs> <laughs> we are going live right now. You know how when you meet someone and you think you like them, but then the more you talk to him, you see parts you don't like. Everyone always thought May was different. Jesus, what are you doing? Relaxing. Doesn't it hurt? Ow! You crazy bitch! But really, she was just misunderstood. I need a real friend. Someone I can hold. Don't be mad. Then, one day, May met Adam. Hello? The boy I saw today is different. So what do you do, May? I work at the animal hospital. When I left for vacation, my dog had four legs. You can't sew it back on, can you? I could. Some people think it's kind of gross. I love gross. Really? And she thought he liked her just the way she was. Oh, I'm bleeding. Hey, this is weird. You like weird. Not that weird. But May's new friend turned out to be just like everyone else. I'm sorry things didn't work out between us. It just didn't feel right. So many pretty parts, no pretty holes. So May decided to make a friend of her own. I need more parts. You have a beautiful neck. I love your tattoo. Can I get a few more measurements? I love your hands. You have really beautiful legs. You're going to look perfect. That's right, inmates. We are talking about May from 2002. This one is written and directed by Lucky McGee. And it uh, got 6.7 stars. Stars Angela Bettis, Jeremy Sisto, and Anna Ferris. Mm-hmm. I don't think your microphone's on. No, it's not. Hey, <laughs> hey look at this guy. Oh, it is. It is actually. on. Say something. Something. There you go. Hey, yo. I'll, I'll just oh, get you're good. to my face. You're good. In my face. So this is this is a weird movie, and this is actually like there's a, actually a companion to this movie. It's another movie called Roman. I don't know if anybody's seen Roman. It was actually the Roman actually stars Lucky McGee and is directed by Angela Bettis. Mm. So it's like they did a little flip flipperoonie on you there. 
Um, it's amateur over here. <laughs> it's amateur night. You're in a padded room. Oh, James Omvig is watching. Hi, James. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. You're cut off. You're fucking cut off. Uh, anyway. That didn't work out so well. Well, it's a good thing you drank that beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so that's kind of interesting. And these two pop up in each other's works quite a bit, Lucky McGee and Angela Bettis. Uh, Angela Bettis in May, mildly attractive mm-hmm. in certain parts. In other parts, Not really so unattractive. Yeah. Very unattractive. Mm-hmm. Um, she plays awkward to a T. And uh, it's like painful to watch at times just because yeah. the creepy leering and smiling and yeah the lack mm, of conversation just like just this she gets asked a question and awkward that you funny kind of a chick that so weird i mean i get it she's nervous but goddamn girl you know how humans interact with each other yeah. right you could something at least fake the funk somehow mm-hmm. motherfucker anyway it's kind of cute for a second but then after a while it's like god damn it man Snap out of it. You're yeah. acting like a jackass. All right, anyway. Mm-hmm. So this movie opens up with a young lady uh, looking in the mirror and uh, almost immediately after she has stabbed herself in the eye. Or somebody has stabbed. She's been stabbed in the eye. And mm-hmm. there's blood coming out of her eye socket. And she's screaming and she's holding her eye. And <laughs> it's gross. Mm-hmm. And then from there, we cut to a flashback of this young lady in her childhood and some of the experiences that she went through. Now... She was born, this is May, the titular character, May, um, as probably a seven or eight year old. Apparently, May was born with a lazy eye. <laughs> yeah. Now, I'm not 100% sure what a lazy eye entails. Um, apparently, it just doesn't track. It's kind of like this. That's fucking freaky. <laughs> <laughs> no? I don't know. I don't know that. We, I, <laughs> I don't know that we can do this show anymore. <laughs> show them what you just did. Oh God! So why, what, do you, what is wrong with you? What's wrong? How do you even do that? <laughs> it's like a cross of one eye and not the other. Oh right. <laughs> Your buddy has a lazy eye, also apparently, <laughs> only when he wants it. Um, so, uh, so I guess what a lazy eye is—it just doesn't quite track. Like you know, normally your eyes look around. Like you should, like they you track together. In this case, one of them just kind of does whatever the hell it wants and, you know, <laughs> wherever. I don't know. I don't know how it works. But uh, it naturally leads to some ridicule from her uh, classmates and such. And the thing is, is that her mom is a bit of a bitch. And she's really zeroed in on this lazy eye thing. Oh, yeah. Makes her wear a fucking eye patch to school. Yeah, like which a pirate. is even worse than having a lazy eye. Yeah. Now everybody thinks you're some kind of a James Bond villain or something. Right. What the f- bad idea? Because now you're drawing even more attention to your your child, regardless of the the previous lazy eye, which sucks. Mm-hmm. All right. So that being said. Um, you know, we get some, some snippets of her childhood, other kids making fun of her, her standing around awkwardly with her pirate eye patch. And then we cut to, uh, present day. Um, I'm going to put May now probably in her twenties, mid twenties, I'd say. She is a veterinary assistant and making quite a, a nice little living for herself. I was under the impression that she was living with her parents. Yeah, that's what I thought too. But her parents were never there. I don't know. 
I don't know where they went. If they no. just left her home alone for a while, or I, I was waiting for uh, when watching it that she killed her parents. That's uh, I that would, for. yeah, that would make sense. That would mm-hmm. totally make sense. Anyway, um, towards the end of the flashback, May's mom presents her with a doll that's in this glass case. Apparently, her mom made it herself, and it, she takes it very seriously. And yeah. she's like, "Well, if you can't make a friend, make one." Or if you can't get a friend, make a friend. So she's mm-hmm. like, here, here's this doll. It's Susie. Yeah, it was my friend when I was a kid. All right. Now, about this. Mm-hmm. It is a special breed of weirdo, even in the, the five to seven-year-old range, that talks to their dolls. Yeah. I've had experiences with these kids when I was a kid, and they always freaked me out. Because they would have like full-on conversations with the dolls, mm-hmm. and like they're getting responses from the dolls that nobody can hear except for them. Yeah, freaks me right out. Man. Oh yeah, freaks me right the fuck out. That's <laughs> like uh, a sign of some kind of psychosis or an Annabelle the doll type of a thing. Yeah. Either way, I don't want any part of it. I don't want anything to do with any right? of it. It's just freaky. It's freaky. Fuck that, man. Uh, anyway, that's the kind of kid that May turns into because naturally she's got uh, no friends. Son of a bitch. Hey, Tom. Hey, Tom. Tom's in the house. So, um, that being said, we now cut to present day, and uh, she's a veterinary assistant. She's making a nice living. She still has the lazy eye, which has affected her. Mm -hmm. And we see her just like in her day-to-day, you know, life and routine. She's like um, trying to make friends with people and like trying to pick up dudes at the bus stop. Yeah. But every time she does, she just gets this giant shit-eating grin on her face, and then she like stares at him with the lazy eye, and that's kind of freaky. That's got <laughs> yeah, that's is. got like a like a she might possibly eat me type of a, a thing, <laughs> yeah. like a deliverance kind of a vibe yeah, to it for it's me. Like, What's wrong with you? <laughs> and it, but the, she's she's not. Wholly unattractive, Angela no. Bettis. Yeah. And she's got she's like right. this sweet, innocent vibe to her, albeit socially awkward. Yeah. And like her hair's all teased up and, you know, she she makes her own clothing yeah, and stuff. she sews her own stuff, yeah. Which is kind of strange also. That's mm-hmm. that's another red flag. It's an era thing. It's an era thing? Yeah. You know, did, way, isn't that what they did way back when? In 2002? That well, was probably how she was taught. All right. Yeah, crazy. maybe. I don't know. Lazy eye is always creepy. I agree, Tom. Yeah. I agree, but it doesn't have to be. I'm mm-hmm. sure there's a website out there somewhere. Yeah. Uh, lazy Eye Foxes. Yeah. Like that, <laughs> you know. Lazy Eye Lazy Eye Boners. Something. <laughs> I'm sure there's so, there's a subgenre of porn out there for Lazy Eye Enthusiasts. Have we got a Lazy Eye for you? Lazy Eye, stage two. Stage two, Lazy Eye. Ugh. Her eye is lazy, but her thighs are in shape. <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> all right you pervert <laughs> anyway um so it's just so fucking awkward and then we see her at work she's the w- i hope yeah there you go there tom. it is tom <laughs> yeah we're in business i'll get I, I to be honest i don't know anybody other than you that has I a lazy a eye that had lazy eyes any hot chicks yeah, one was well there you go yeah is she still hot with the lazy eye i don't know i haven't seen her uh you can years. you can get that fixed right I have no idea. I would assume so. What are you looking at me for? Because you're the one with a lazy <laughs> eye, motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know if you're looking at me or you're looking over there. I don't, fuck it. Anyway, um, her her job is is kind of, she works at a very quirky kind of a, a veterinary clinic. There's a guy. The main vet is like a uh, I don't hey, know. Hey, Cy. Who's Cy? <laughs> Adisa. Oh, Garcia? okay. Hey, how you doing there, <laughs> individual? <laughs> Uh, so the, like the guy that runs the clinic is a vet and he, nobody can understand what he says, 
Uh, also, the secretary there, pl- pl- young name, young lady by the name of Polly, screaming mm-hmm. hot, played by Anna Ferris. Oh yeah, dumb as a bag of bricks. Completely dumb. Com- really dumb individual. Mm-hmm. And horny as all get out too. <laughs> yeah. I'm a big fan of that. I love a horny secretary. Yeah, especially if they're hot. And they have both eyes that can look the same, <laughs> the same d- direction at all times. <laughs> that's one of my criteria. It wasn't <laughs> until you did that. But now that's something I look for in a, in a young lady. Yeah. All right. So anyway, um, it, it's a weird cast of characters. Now, right mm-hmm. across the street from this veterinary clinic is a uh, garage, a mechanic shop. And May has developed quite the crush on one of the mechanics over there, a dude by the name of Adam, mm-hmm. played by Jeremy Sisto. Yeah. Now, when I say she developed the crush on him, that's not entirely accurate. She's really not that into him. She is into his hands. Oh, man. She loves her some hands. Which is a very... I mean, I... Yeah. <laughs> mm, okay, that's another red flag. If yeah. a chick is really into... One specific part of you. Mm-hmm. I mean, to a point to where she's not actually addressing you anymore. She's only talking to that part. Right, yeah. As is going to happen later on in this film. Yeah, usually people are like, oh, nice eyes or nice hair. Yeah, but hey. they're still looking at your face. Yeah. Hey, I like your uh, jawline. Oh, thank you. You look like one of the Power Rangers. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> hey, yeah. And then also, You should wear a garter belt. Yeah. Could you just turn <laughs> turn your head this way when you're talking to me, please? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. Nice what? ear. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I got, I got, a, I have a very nice ear. It's only the left one, though. It doesn't make sense. Uh, anyway, it's it's kind of weird. Uh, she's trying to work up the nerve to go talk to this dude. So we get a lot of her, like, uh, you know, that that awkward high school thing mm-hmm. where there's the hot chick and you want to talk to her and you're just okay, okay. Today's the day. I'm going to go up to yeah. her. I'm going to say, hey, you and me, we're going to the movies or something. But then you you get to within like six feet of her and, and you're like, pump. ah. Yep. Chicken out. <laughs> yep. Turn yellow. <laughs> yep. It hap- It happens. Happens to the best of us. Mm-hmm. So we get a lot of that. A lot of uh, her like kind of creepily skulking around the mechanic shop. <laughs> yeah. uh, we get a weird- Eventually this culminates into a scene of um, she gets her eye fixed. She gets these corrective contacts put in, which is great. And then she. Uh, what do you mean crap? You can't get that. You can't get what? <laughs> corrective Contacts? contacts? Why not? <laughs> no, it doesn't not, work that way. It's not a such no such thing. <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, she, the doctor said it would like pull her lazy eye. She I don't know. know. I don't know anything about. Un, oc, it's o, not a magnet. Octolo- <laughs> octology, maybe. I don't know. Optometrist. Optometry is what the word I'm looking for. Anyway, <laughs> um, so she's all excited now. She's working the nerve up to go talk to this dude. She follows him to a coffee shop. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's sitting a couple tables away. He's reading something and kind of nods off. Yeah, it must be pretty boring. Whatever it was. <laughs> nods off while he's reading. And he does it in a very weird way so that his hand is like propped up like this. Who the fuck falls asleep like that? It was in the script, Darian. Did he f- fell asleep like that? <laughs> yeah. Well, then it makes sense. I, I've, I don't know. I guess it's possible if you're that fucking tired or if you're in some kind of a coming down from a meth bender or something. Hmm. Uh, regardless, she seizes the opportunity and goes and puts her hand, her, her face in his hand and like starts doing like a self face caress yeah. kind of a what thing. Is, what, are, what does palms feel like on my face? So weird. He of course wakes up in the middle of this and right? he's like, uh, excuse me. <laughs> she panics, trips over her own feet as she's trying to get the fuck out of there and then runs screaming into the, uh, out into the street. Yeah. 
as she should. That's pretty fucking weird. Mm-hmm. But to be honest with you, Angela Bettis at this point in the film, pretty hot. Well, I mean, hot, but in like a weird, quirky, sweet, innocent schoolgirl kind of a way. Yeah. Um, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. But uh, so that's interesting. Now we're going to cut to like a couple nights later. She's doing the laundry at the laundromat. And this dude just happens to walk in. And he's like, hey, uh, you were doing a weird self-face caress thing with my hand at the coffee shop, weren't you? And she's like, yeah, 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 you have really nice hands. And then he's Mm -hmm. like, oh, okay, you want to come out and have a smoke with me? And she's like, yeah, she doesn't smoke. Mm -mm. That's a problem. So they go out there and she tries to smoke, makes a complete ass out of herself, coughing and huffing. He's like trying to coach her in the ways of Mm -hmm. smoking. And uh, she just makes a bigger ass out of herself. But he's kind of into it. He's like, I like weird. She's like, I'm very weird. Mm -hmm. So they agree to uh, hook up like a couple nights later. Um, He's going to take her on a date. And this is a very strange date. Yeah. Um, Basically... The the date entails sitting in a ruined, like a, a, a rusted out car and eating chips. Hey. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Do. <laughs> I don't know. I, uh, I've had, none of my ex-girlfriends would, would go for this for a second. No. They would be like, uh, I'm not getting in that car. Uh, those chips are high in carbs. Uh, this is a new dress. It's going to get all dirty if I get in there. And no, you are taking me out of here right now. Mm-hmm. And I'll we are do... going to a nice restaurant. Yeah, well, you're right. <laughs> you're right. You're absolutely right. Let's go. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking, bringing you to a rusted out car in a garage <laughs> yeah. to eat potato chips. I All right, whatever. I'm not going to nitpick this. Anyway, hmm. uh, so that's interesting. Um, and then we get like a little courtship kind of a, a situation here where they're hooking up at the park regularly. They go to this park on their lunch breaks together and attempt to smoke cigarettes and stuff. There's a class of blind kids from a nearby school mm-hmm. that goes and hangs out at the same park. And they hang out and they watch the blind kids like feel around the park and stuff like that. Yeah, playing hide and seek. Playing oh, hide and that seek. That's pretty funny. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> blind kids that could hide and seek. be a very, very long game of <laughs> right? hide and seek. That That's could, legit right there. That could get pretty tedious. <laughs> So that's kind of weird, um, but it kind of, you know, it's coming, everything's coming together nicely. It's like they're building a nice little romance here, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually, we, we get to the realization that uh, Adam is actually a budding young filmmaker, and he's got a movie that he made mm-hmm. before he dropped out of college. So she's like, I want to see your movie. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, okay, great. So he takes her to his apartment, or I think he called it a room. I think he was renting a room from somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got like a bunch of horror movie shit on it, which is I thought was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Shows her the movie, and I, if that were my movie, I would not show it to anybody ever. No. It's a bad movie. It's it, not really a mu. It's more like a music video. Mm-hmm. And it's basically these two, it's called Jack and Jill. These two people go to a, a picnic in the park. And end on up a hill. on a hill, and they end up eating each other. Yeah, in a weird sexual zombie esque. Yeah, they're really enjoying each other. Yeah, eating each other. She bites his finger off. He uh, bites into her wrist or something. Mm-hmm. Whatever, whatever, man. Whatever you want to do. Not a good show. And they were enjoying it. <laughs> they were with uh, quirky music in the background. Yeah. All right. Whatever. God bless. God bless them for trying. Boys in the background. I think. 
So she's like getting all hot and bothered by this dumb shit uh, student film. Uh, she starts like caressing his hands again. And then once the movie's over, we're thinking it's probably time for a little of the old uh, ultraviolet, if you understand what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. They start making out. It's great. Uh, the shirts are coming off, stuff like that. Everybody's having fun. And then she bites him in the lip. Yeah. And he's like, ah. That was that was no good. That's it, hot. Though. Yeah, and then she's what being bit. Yeah, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Biting when you're kissing. No, no, no. <laughs> that that'll get you punched. <laughs> Have you ever seen Lovely Molly? Oh yeah. She bites damn near bites his face completely off. Yeah, well that's a little that's, not <laughs> that's not hot. That is not hot. No. Super biting when you're kissing. No. <laughs> so what you, and all right i don't want to get into your sexual practices and deviancies sir I'm trying to do a podcast here anyway sorry oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh it's kind of weird but she actually drew blood is a thing oh, he's yeah. like ah fuck and not like a little either and she's like oh that was kind of weird and she's like you like weird <laughs> and then he's like oh you're i'm bleeding what the fuck so he gets up and he's like trying to like get the blood off his face and she's like oh, come here and then she like goes to grab him she's he's like smearing it all over her face yeah she's getting pretty <laughs> fired up with like, this mouth blood which is gross <laughs> yeah she's like oh god lady and then he's like no dude no this is too weird i'm probably gonna need stitches or something so that's that's it that's as far as we're going and she's like oh what happened he gets his uh clothes on and leaves she's like oh what happened so a couple days go by. He's not calling her anymore because she bit him in the face. And that would upset me too. Hmm. Um, not Buddy. <laughs> Buddy's like, I'm going to bite you back, bitch. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you want to play with me, do you? I got braces. <laughs> <laughs> I got braces. <laughs> I'm the rabid wolverine. <laughs> I'll shred you with my braces. Chick's like, ah, I'm sorry. (laughs) Jesus Christ. All right. Anyway, uh, she's starting to get all butthurt now because he's not returning her calls. Now, she does something very strange and extremely creepy. She just goes to his house and doesn't knock on the door, just stands at the door Mm -hmm. and just waits for two hours. Stalker. Eventually, he's leaving and he's like, whoa. What the fuck? What are you doing? How long have you been here? Since two. I've been here. It's four now. And she's like, yeah. And he's like, "Uh, I gotta go. So I'm going to go ahead and get the fuck out of here. So he leaves. (laughs) That's creepy. And he proceeds to not return her calls as he shouldn't. Mm -hmm. And uh, she continues calling borderline stalking him. Now we're going to cut back to the uh, veterinary lab. We've got a weird situation going on between May and Polly. Polly is always flirting up May, oh, yeah. but in a very stupid way, because she's doing it like, uh, do you like pussy? Yeah. What? Cats. Yeah. Like pussy cats. These are some very cheesy <laughs> pickup lines <laughs> yeah. that she's throwing around, and you're like, I mean, I don't, I don't think that would work. I mean, if she were hitting on me, and she's Anna Ferris, and she's... Yeah, I like pussy. I like your pussy. I want to see your pussy. <laughs> I will inspect do, it right now if yeah. you'd like. <laughs> do many things. Uh, there's all kinds of fun games that we can play with your pussy. Bend <laughs> <laughs> the D on the... <laughs> no. Yeah. No. I, I'm totally talking about the cat, by the way. <laughs> anyway, uh, but she's throwing pickup lines at May, and eventually she talks May into going back to her apartment. Mm-hmm. They go back there. 
they have sex. And this is where the B and LGBTQ comes in because May is now swinging both ways. Mm-hmm. May is fascinated by Polly's neck. Um, I get that, but I don't understand what the turn on is about somebody's neck. I've, I mean, I prefer not like a big jelly roll neck, but other than that, one neck or is a really wrinkly one oh, with that too. I mean, that goes without, so if that's wrinkly, then you got to assume everything else is wrinkly. Right. A neck is a neck. As far as I'm concerned, is there a hot, somebody with a hot neck that you know of? Yeah. When you, don't you like to kiss a nice neck? You're freaking me out right now, dude. <laughs> you're, freaking, you're, you're freaking me out. Uh, anyway, <laughs> anyway, she's like fixated on Polly's neck. They have sex. All, all is well and good. Uh, but May is still focused primarily on Adam. So she jumps right back into stalker mode. Uh, a few nights later, she's like, well, it worked last time. I'm just going to go stand at his door again. Mm-hmm. So she shows up at the door. Jesus Christ stands at the door and waits for somebody to show up. Uh, Adam is inside and he's smoking a cigarette and his roommate tells him he's got to take the cigarette outside. So in a weird way, in a weird move, he cracks the door like four inches and just sticks his hand with the cigarette outside the door. Yeah. So he's not fully outside smoking. Can't see May standing right out there. Mm -mm. Now him and his roommate start having a conversation entirely about May and what a crazy bitch she is. And eventually Adam's like, yeah, I got rid of her. She was crazy. She tried to bite my lip off. And that's um, May's listening to this whole thing. And there's another chick in, yeah. the, in the house with him. Mm-hmm. So May gets all butthurt again, goes run, runs screaming out of there. Now she's like in this weird uh, coping, um, got to find a way to get Adam back mode type of a thing. Yeah. So in a very strange move, she decides to start volunteering at the blind kids school. Mm-hmm. Uh, you would think they would do some kind of a background check. Well, I mean, she was a, she didn't have any kind of a criminal record that we know of. Yeah, not that we know of, but we don't know what happened to the parents. So we That's true. Hey, what's up, Troy? Hey, Troy. Troy. Hagazusa? That, yes. At the end, that's, yes, you're, we're on the same page with that. You know what I'm talking about. Anyway, um, mm-hmm. so that's kind of weird. Uh, she starts volunteering with the kids. She's getting along with the kids, okay. Um, but one day she brings in the doll in the glass case, which, by the way, she still talks to and has full-on conversations with. Yeah. We just lost YouTube. It. Fuck. Uh, interesting. But... Um, the kids get like all handsy with the uh, the doll, and they start like trying to take it away from her. So they knock the case out of her hands. The case shatters. The doll is fine, but the case breaks into like fifty thousand pieces. Glass everywhere. The kids are all scrambling around, and they're putting their hands in glass. And so is May. She's trying to get the doll away from them. And in doing, so, at some point, she gets the nutty idea that she should just start wiping her face with her glass covered hands. Yeah, why not? Blood everywhere. Disgusting. Mm. Uh, But somehow maintains the use of both of her eyes and doesn't really have any facial scars at all after Mm -hmm. that, which was kind of strange. So that's kind of weird. And really, other than seeing the kids get all jacked up, that whole blind school for the blind thing has no bearing on the story whatsoever. But it was an interesting scene. So now she's back in stalker mode. Uh, she gets all fired off at Adam because she overheard the conversation. So now she's like, I'm just going to go back to Polly. So she goes hauling ass to Polly's place and gets there. And God damn it. If Polly doesn't have another chick in the apartment, 
considerably hotter chick, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice and she, legs. Yeah. And she, Polly's like, <laughs> I got to hit that. So maybe you could get out of here. <laughs> yeah. May's all hurt now, all of a sudden. Although I don't know why. Because she had no intention of being in any kind of a serious relationship with Polly. Mm-hmm. Right? Because as soon as she left, as she had sex with Polly, as soon as she left, she went right back to stalking Adam. Yeah, I think it was just one of those, I want you to be my only friend, or I want to be your only friend. I get that, but you're, I'm not going to be your only, or you're not going to be my only friend. I don't know. I don't know how this works. Uh, weird. Uh, but now May's all hurt because there's another chick in there. So now she's really fired up. She's like, oh, fucking asshole. Uh, she goes in, uh, a couple of days go by, and she's sitting on a bus stop bench. Mm-hmm. And this fucking knucklehead shows up. It's uh, James Duvall, I think. Is that his name? James Duvall. I believe it's James Duvall. Um, he is a nutsack, and he's got like a weird mohawk thing going on. Oh, yeah. With like like a part down the middle, but then all the... It, Spiked. It's, it's wild. He's like a punk rock dude. Yeah. And he's like, hey, what's going on? And she's like, huh just leave me alone and he's like you want to go and get some juju bees with me and cut two they're back at her place and he's like oh it's so hot in here you mind if i take my shirt off <laughs> and she's stupid. like no go ahead you have nice arms and he's like oh yeah mm. and then he's like oh it's still so hot in here you got some ice i can rub on my nips who the fuck says that ever? I know, right? That is a, I mean, I've thrown some ridiculous lines at young ladies. <laughs> it's so high. Uh, do you mind if I just rub nipples. some ni- ice on my nips? And then he's sitting on the couch with his shirt off, and he's just like... You're going to... Oh, fucking weird. <laughs> That's why you can't uh, take people home that you meet at a bus stop. Yeah. Uh, very strange. Um, she's eventually, she's like, uh, yeah, whatever. It's in the icebox. But as she is about, he's walking towards the icebox. She's like, oh my God, my dead cat. I put my dead cat in the icebox. Mm-hmm. Well, Monica's not bringing this dude home because right. he'll see her icebox and freak right the fuck out. <laughs> Family tree. Woo. <laughs> we got like a whole petting zoo in there. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, he sees the dead cat and he's like, whoa, you are seriously messed up, bro. And she's like, eh, I work for a veteran. He's like, no, I'm not going to be your friend. You're fucking crazy. So she's like (laughs) looking at his arms and looking at him. He's like backpedaling out of there, looking at a pair of scissors that just happens to be there on the table, grabs the scissors, stabs him in the head. Yeah. Bow. Right in the fucking head. Uh, Kills him. And then we see, we get like a quick montage of her like snipping things with scissors and sewing things and... Mm-hmm. I mean, we know where this is going, right? It's not mm-hmm. that hard to figure out. So now it's uh, Halloween. Yeah. Uh, she is like, well, if you can't get any friends, just make one. So she goes over to uh, Adam's house and knocks on the door. Adam's there. Actually, I think Adam was leaving as she was showing up. Yeah. But uh, Adam's drunk new girlfriend is there also. And the drunk, oh, fuck me. Broadcast failed. This post goes against our community. We've just been kicked off of Facebook. This post goes against community standards. Sorry, something went wrong during broadcast. Go fuck yourself. All right. That's what it looks like. Yay. I must have said the F word too many times. (laughs) All right. Anyway, well, we're going to continue doing the podcast. Um, (laughs) 
Wow. We are cursed. I know. We are officially cursed. It's fine. Nobody can see us Nobody now. can see us on YouTube or Facebook or anything. It's fine. Uh, well, good. Then I'll just fucking relax and uh, sit over here like this. Yeah. So that's all well and good. Uh, she's now building a friend out of these composite parts of people that she is really into. So yeah. she wants Adam's hands, clearly. She wants uh, Polly's neck. Yep. Which is a strange body part to take. Mm-hmm. And uh, she probably wants uh, a few other pieces of people. Polly's girlfriend's legs. Uh, Ambrosia was Ambrosia, her name. Ambrosia, yeah. That's, that's a perfect name that's for her. That's a stripper name. Of course. <laughs> I really hope that wasn't her real name. If you <laughs> right. named your kid Ambrosia, you should be locked up. Right. Anyway, <laughs> so she goes over to Adam's house. Adam's leaving as with his drunk-ass girlfriend on their way to a Halloween party. Mm-hmm. Uh, the drunk girlfriend's trying to be cute, so she's like, oh, this is May. You want to come in and have a drink? May, all of a sudden, has like... She was trash, too, though. The, the girlfriend? Yeah. Yeah, totally. But <laughs> May, all of a sudden, is like born again hard. Uh-huh. Like, she's not sweet and innocent at all. She's no. in full-on predator mode. Yeah. So she's like, yeah, I'd love to come in and have a drink. So they go in. It's very awkward because May keeps insisting that Adam touch her face, which yeah. is kind of weird. That and, was weird. Yeah, and then the girlfriend is like, go ahead, Adam. Touch your face if you want to. I don't touch care. Touch my face. Touch my face, too. <laughs> uh, very strange. So from there, we go to like a uh, – just this awkward dinner slash drinking situation. Um, the girl – Adam and his girlfriend get into a little snippy snippet fight type mm-hmm. of a thing. Eventually, Adam's like, all right, fine. Go fuck yourself then. Uh, the girlfriend gets up and May just stabs her in the head with a, uh, what was it, a sewing needle, I think? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And then the girl goes, or in the neck, I think, and blood was squirting out. Mm-hmm. And then from there, we just cut back to her place where she's got Adam's hands and she's sewing them onto something. Yeah. And it's weird because we're like jump cutting back and forth between the sewing room and what happened and what before happened. that. Yeah. So now we cut to Polly's place. And now May is just cruising around town with a giant cooler. Yeah. Like, I'm looking for some parts, and I'm collecting parts. I'm the repo man. <laughs> so she rolls up to Polly's place. Uh, kind of Yeti cooler. It is, too. <laughs> little thing probably weighed 100 pounds at least. Right. With all the parts in there. Rolls up to Polly's place. Uh, they get to, like, sort of making out and stuff like that. And May promised Polly that she was going to make her a blouse. Mm-hmm. So they get there and she's like, did you make, did you bring my blouse? And she's like, sure did. I'm going to put it on you. Just turn around. And as soon as Polly turns around, she just digs in with two scalpels. Yeah. Ching, Um, That's pretty cool. Uh, as soon as she's done, she's almost walking out of there in walks Ambrosia. Whoops. In her slinky little cheerleader outfit, which was very hot, by the way. She's like, hey, you got nice legs. And she's like, hey, you're a dork. Where's Polly? <laughs> She's uh, in the other room. So naturally, we cut back to the sewing room where um, Polly or uh, May is sewing Polly's neck and Ambrosia's legs onto the punk kid's torso with, um, I think it was the torso and the arms with Jeremy Sisto Adams' hands attached. Mm-hmm. So she gets all that done. She gets all the parts sewn together. She doesn't have a head for this thing. Looked like she just took like a bunch of wadded up uh, like fabric scraps or something. Yeah. Like her favorite colors and just slapped them on there. 
with some it, eyes. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, like weird, like eyes from a painting or something. <laughs> I don't know. So she weird. starts talking to this thing and then she's like, oh my God, you can't see me. See me. See me. You can't see me. So, and this is where we're going to cut back to our beginning sequence of her cutting her own eye out and putting it in the doll. And then she's like, "Uh, you can see me now. There's blood shooting out of her head. Um, And then she just kind of, I assume, I hope anyway, that she was like bleeding out as she was cuddling up next to this thing. And then just, I don't know. What do you think? You think she died or just? No, I think that was just the ending. Well, at the end, the thing actually reaches over and puts its arm around her. Or at least that's what she thinks happened. Right. What she saw. And uh, then she's like, oh, and then that's the end of your movie. What did you think of May, buddy? I liked it, actually. It was a good show, right? It's a slow burn, but it was good. It is. It's painfully awkward. Yeah. And that, I think, can be very uh, horror-centric. That Mm -hmm. weird, awkward first date, getting to know somebody. Don't Psycho don't shit. want them to know all my dirty secrets. Mm-hmm. Tr- you know, trying to look like a cool guy. Yeah, I'd love to smoke with you outside. <laughs> yeah. I they don't know, man. They could have turned this into a sequel. They could have easily done that. They could. I don't really see May as a franchise no, horror villain, no, though. Not. Um, the, well, I mean, if you think about it, though, Roman is very close to a sequel. Yeah. I mean, it's completely different characters in a completely different situation. Have you seen Roman? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's along the same lines. Yeah. That, we could call that body part horror. Oh, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, we've already done it for the show. Mm-hmm. So, But it's the same situation. It's almost like a reverse situation because Roman is a, another awkward dude, and he accidentally kills a girl, and then he has to part, part her out to get rid of the body. But instead of like just throwing the parts over a bridge, he takes each part out on a date Right. And like has a picnic with it and then throws it over the bridge, Mm -hmm. which is very strange. Very strange. All right. Anyway, that's May from 2002. It's a pretty good show. You've probably seen it. This is actually going to close out LGBTQ month here in the padded room. Uh, Hope you enjoyed it. We're going to be picking up next month with uh, Body Part Horror Month. Body Part Horror Month. So look for that. Yeah. Check that shit out, dude. You're going to love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, righty, inmates, we're going to take us a little break and get back to you with some other stuff, yeah? Oh, yeah. G'day, mate. Welcome to Australia. Home of baby-eating dingoes, 100 different animals ready to kill you, Mick Taylor, Mick Dundee, and 20 other guys called Mick. Oh, and the dumbest bloke on planet Earth. I'm Ben, and I'm here to learn about horror films. But fear not. I've come to help this poor special needs kid as I make him sit down and watch some of the greatest and not so greatest horror films out there in our podcast, Horror for Dummies. Hooray! So join us every week on the Padded Room Network as we talk about horror films old and new and listen to some favourite tracks while we spray some spiders. So the question stands, where the bloody hell are you? So jump onto your kangaroo and hop on over to the Padded Room Network.
today, perhaps you would enjoy some more frights that the Padded Room Network has in store for you. Well, if just by following the links below, you could find yourself in many worlds of horror, including Wicked Wednesdays with Alan and Shelley Easterling, Horror for Dummies with Tim and Jaleesa Davis, will survive with Paul Stevenson and Marco Pastos. The Resurrection of Zombie 7 Podcast with Ron Martin and Jessica Feeney. Dark History with Sarah Nowinski. Oh, and you cannot forget the Psych Ward with Darian and Mandy. There are so many frights for you that are just waiting a click away. Oh, uh, Igor, c- c- come closer with that cock monster. My, my anal juice is a... Uh, they're purging too much. Uh, go watch the shows. Uh, I mean, listen to them. This is a podcast. You listen. You don't watch. Plug my ass, Igor. I'm making no sense. <laughs> Laugh with me, Igor. Laugh with me. <laughs> Hey, inmates. If you like what you hear, head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the T-Villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. Well, what else could go wrong tonight, buddy? Bought myself a three-day stint in Facebook jail with our live feed. (laughs) Not even sure how. Yeah. But I am up for parole in three to five. So, <laughs> lucky me. 
Hope I don't get butt raped. And... Do you have a parole officer? <laughs> I, w- I probably will when I get out. Right. <laughs> and then during the break, uh, just when we were uh, playing our song here, my daughter went and split her face open oh, on man. the coffee table. That poor thing. Fuck it. What the fuck? It? Let's just let's just get through this before anybody else gets hurt or ends up in jail. <laughs> I know, right? And some other shit goes wrong. I don't even fucking know. All right. You ready to get into the Terra Dome before my arm falls off or some goddamn thing? <laughs> Let's do it. Fucking ass. This has been a not good uh, version of a show. <laughs> Terra Dome time. No tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. I'm not going to hurt you. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I said, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your brains in. I'm going to bash them right the fuck in. <laughs> I'll kill you all. <laughs> I'll drive you crazy. I'll kill you all. I'll <laughs> dream come true. Six-year-old child with this blind, pale, emotionless face. With blackest eyes. The devil. To the Terradome. Let's take a look at last week's winners, shall we? In singles competition, we had Celine versus Killjoy. All right, here it is. Uh, the clown advanced in the face of the vampire, mallet in hand and ready to strike. The vampire produced two firearms and let fly. The clown laughed in her face, assuming his demonic stamina would protect him. Then the burning began. Flames leapt from the wounds, and the clown howled in pain. Celine used rosary rounds, blessed bullets designed specifically for demonic targets. With a vote of 11 to 6, Celine advances over Killjoy the Clown. Wow. I don't know why anybody voted for Killjoy, <laughs> other than um, just to piss me off, <laughs> just to force me to write some nonsensical thing about Killjoy killing Celine. Oh, you you almost, you almost <laughs> had me, you motherfuckers. I don't know. He, six votes he got. Yeah. That means three people voted for him. Actually, no. two people and you and Monica voted for yeah. him. <laughs> Fucking assholes. <laughs> Apparently other people voted wrong. Uh, <laughs> yeah, apparently they voted correctly. God damn it. Let's take a look at the teams competition, shall we? Mm-hmm. Uh, in teams, we had the Nazi zombies versus the infected. Wave after wave of infected crashed against the firing line. The sound of the gunshots brought more and more infected from the streets and the buildings. The undead Nazi battle plan was foolproof. Force the infected into a choke point and lay waste as they approach. Within hours, the city was theirs. 
With a vote of 13 to 4, the Nazi zombies advance over the infected. No brainer. That's a no brainer right there. Yeah. I'm surprised. Well, the infected got a few votes. Yeah. I think uh, mostly it was just people wanting to vote for the underdog. Yeah. Yeah. Which, in a way, is a wasted vote. Yeah, that's just like, why even bother? Yeah, why, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you even doing, dude? Who knows? <laughs> what are you doing? And how do you Wrong know who the of- underdog is? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. What are you doing, dude? <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, God damn it. Let's take a look at this week's matchup, shall we? Mm-hmm. We are in the Asylum Conference Round 7 Singles Division. As usual, inmates, bear with me. I'm not very good at writing or reading, for that matter. The rumors about the lake were all true. More than rumors, actually. Court documents, eyewitness testimony, and the fractured statements of what few survivors were left. They reopened Camp Crystal Lake. The kids show up only to get tossed into a meat grinder. The killer in the woods, Jason Voorhees, was unstoppable, unkillable, and uncatchable. But that was only half the story. The maniac in the hockey mask was all that anyone remembered or talked about because the thing in the lake seldom left survivors or witnesses. For decades, it lied dormant, only waking when the taste of blood hit the water, then rising with ravenous hunger to hunt. The life of the lake and the surrounding wilderness would sustain it only for short periods of time. It needed human prey to live. In singles competition, we have Jason Voorhees versus the creature from the Black Lagoon. <laughs> I I had to I put in some overtime on that one. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> you made it easy for my vote. <sighs> what do you think there, buddy? Oh, the creature from the Black Lagoon. See, I think that that might act, I mean it does it, you don't want to vote for the creature from the Black Lagoon. But the thing about Jason Voorhees is that he is for whatever reason vulnerable to water. Yeah. And that, I think, is going to be his downfall. Yes. I'm going to take the creature as well. I did not see you voting that. I th- that's the. I think <laughs> he's unstoppable, really. Yeah. I mean, I think a jigsaw could take him down because uh-huh. he uses like things that could turn Jason into a puddle. Right. Um, there are other guys I think that could possibly take him down, but it, th- there's that water element. Yeah. For some reason, a huge element. He cannot hang in the water. Mm-mm. All right, there it is. Let's take a look at the teams' competition, shall we? Yes. The issue had become priority red and extremely time-sensitive. The Umbrella Assessment Team had failed their hourly security check-in for the last three hours. Suspicions were growing that the impact zone may have been compromised. Before the fourth hour was over, the Mercenary Team was organized and a rescue operation greenlit. Their primary objective, secure the meteoric impact zone, recover any Umbrella Corps personnel, and report back to CENTCOM. The impact zone itself was a different story altogether. The previous team, consisting mostly of scientists and a few security personnel, had already been impregnated. With their xenomorph parasites brought to full gestation, all that was left was a few carcasses with giant holes in their chest cavities. Now, as the mercenary helicopter touches down inside the impact crater, a new batch of eggs begin to hatch. Team's competition, we have the Umbrella Corporation versus the Xenomorphs. Dude, this is a tough one. It is. Yeah. We got technology one... versus nasty alien stuff. Yeah. And, uh, oh, man, this is something I would love to see, like, actually play out. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to have to go with Umbrella Corp on this one, strictly for the technology that they could just t- tear them apart. I like that, but you're wrong. And, <laughs> <laughs> and the reason you're wrong is because... If the Space Marines can't handle a Xenomorph incursion with their futuristic 
uh, firearms and technology, I don't think 2019 Umbrella Corp is going to be able to hand it, handle it either. So for that reason, I am taking the Xenomorphs, and that, my friends, is your Terradome matchups for the week. In singles competition, we have the Creature from the Black Lagoon versus Jason Voorhees. In teams, it is the Umbrella Corporation versus the Xenomorphs. Get us your votes by next week if you can. The Mental Health Hotline is area code 775-387-0275. And uh, the regular old email is thepaddedroom2011 at hotmail.com. Although I have to warn you, that's all assuming that we're still going to be doing a show next week. I know, right? We may end up getting arrested for realsies. <laughs> for what, what reason, I have no idea. But uh, apparently there's people out there reporting us for... Whatever. <laughs> Making fun of people with lazy eyes, perhaps. I don't <laughs> oh, know. you know, that's probably what That could it. be. I don't fucking know, buddy. I have no idea. I showed my lazy eye and poof. Out. <laughs> Get <Yeah>. out. <laughs> While you're pondering Buddy's lazy eye, let's take a look at what movies we got to watch this week. What are you looking at? Yeah. No, no, it's not no, what that's not, either. that's not, that's not what that is supposed to do. That's my fault though. I take full responsibility. Let's try it again. What are you looking at? Fuck. <laughs> We're doomed, man. We are doomed. We should just pack it in now. No more podcasts. What are you looking at? How about uh, Castle Rock Season 1? Oh, yeah? 2018. Pretty good show. Have you seen that? Mm -mm. It's a pretty good show. Yeah. Um, What I like about it is that they're very subtle with the Stephen King tie-ins. Okay. I I mean, the majority of the story takes place in, on, or around Shawshank Prison. Mm -hmm. But there are some notions about a killer dog, Cujo, that something happened. There's also a couple of little winks and nods to a guy that went crazy in a big hotel and killed his family. Oh, sort of shining. shining. Mm-hmm. But they're not they're not laying it on too heavy. Nice. Which I like. I, I like that, yeah. I believe it has already been greenlit for season two, so we can look forward to that. Yeah, I'll check it out. Dracula the Impaler from 2013. Oh, yeah? This is a full moon extravaganza. And it's not a good show. It didn't sound like it. No, it's not. Well, I mean, it's full moon. What do you expect? Yeah. Uh, basically this, uh, rich kid gets like a weird vision that he needs to take his friends to, uh, Dracula's castle in Transylvania. So naturally over a couple, uh, six packs, he convinces him to follow him. And then at the end, well, I'll go ahead and spoil this for you. Who gives a shit? You find out one of the kids, uh, one of the rich guy's friends actually is Dracula and this engineered this whole thing so that he could get uh not his girl one of the other guy's girlfriends oh it's all about getting laid is that what it is <laughs> that guy was trying way too hard <laughs> yeah really. really all you need is some jalapeno poppers and a couple zemas yeah, and right? she'll be <laughs> slipping right out of them panties buddy zemas i remember those remember those <laughs> yeah Woo! shit i forgot all about you those. can get a lot done with a couple zemas my friend <laughs> lastly i watched hagazusa from 2017 uh was discussing this one earlier with troy and odd mother Mm -hmm. um you like the witch right yes i think you will like hagazusa okay cool i have to warn you though things get very um strange bad <laughs> it's very it's it's very witch the the witch the movie the witch it's very witch like in that 
it takes place uh, in medieval times, and it involves a young lady living out on her own, mm-hmm. away from the village. Right. Uh, naturally, the villagers are leery of her, and mm-hmm. there is conflict there. But at the end, she has to do some really gnarly shit. Really gnarly shit. All right. There you have it. Okay. I will leave that. It's streaming on Shutter right now. I'll leave that. And it's in German. Uh, right? Yeah. Actually, there is very little dialogue. It is in German, but there is very little dialogue in this movie. Oh, okay. I would say probably 85% is just her and in this cabin. And the, the background noises. And her going about daily shit in her own cabin by herself. Oh, wow. Okay. So it's... Slow burn. It is a slow burn, yes. All right. And at the end, it becomes a different kind of burn. But you'll <laughs> you'll figure that out if you want to watch it. That's all I'm looking at, buddy. What do you got, homeboy? I'm looking at a whole lot of nothing. All righty. Work, <laughs> yeah. work, work, as they say. Yes. Good on you. All day long. Uh, right on. Let's get into some immersion therapy then. Mm-hmm. I believe you watched The Crazies. Mm-hmm. Immersion therapy. I'm of two minds on the Crazies remake. Uh, On the one hand, if you're a George Romero fan, you're probably going to like the original better because it was so socially relevant and you're dealing with some hot button issues of the time in which it was made. On the other hand, if you're a horror fan, you're probably going to like the the remake better because it's more of a horror movie. Mm-hmm. But I find that to be the trend with most Romero remakes. Right. You know what I mean? You take the 1992 remake of uh, Night of the Living Dead. Great show. Directed by Tom Savini, of all people. Right. More of a horror movie. Uh, less on the... I mean, there, there are the political, political undertones there. Yeah. But they're a lot more subtle. Mm-hmm. In this, it's more it's more horror, less politics, mm-hmm. and I think we can say we can definitely say that about the Dawn of the Dead remake. Right, that was like entire horror, zero politics. Right, and I think we can say um, very similar uh, to to the Crazies remake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I actually, as a horror fan, I like this one better. As a movie um, reviewer slash. Uh, aficionado I would probably call the original a better film i.e. camera work was better story was a little more poignant but as a horror fan which I am first and foremost mm-hmm. I gotta go with the uh, the remake right. dude that opening scene in the in the softball field yeah, softball wow field. creepy as shit Woo! that is setting a precedence yeah. for the rest of the film it is and it's lets you know right up front shit's about to go down yeah, my he, friend. He's crazy. And the whole and he ain't the only one. Mm-hmm. It's gonna spread and get around. Yeah, you're gonna hate that shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, I thought it was a pretty good show. What did you think, buddy? I liked it. I really liked it a lot. Uh, definitely a slow burn. Um, have you seen the original? No, I have not seen the original. I'm gonna say you can probably go ahead and skip that. Yeah. Um, I mean. If you're like a Romero completionist, or you're just curious, it's worth a watch at least right. once. I don't. I think you would have been better off seeing the original first, first. and then the remake. Mm-hmm. Seeing the remake first is probably going to ruin the original for you. Ah. All right. 
What do you got for us this week, Hot Stuff? All right, this week, let's check out two, or excuse me, 1999's Existence. It is written and directed by David Cronenberg, stars Jude Law, Jennifer Jason Lee, Ian Holm, and William Defoe. Check that chat out, inmates. We will do the same and get back to you next week, let you know what we thought, assuming... Also, also again, this is on Hulu. Hulu, assuming we're not in uh, Hulu jail. Well, I'm already in Facebook jail. Right. Maybe I'll get banned from Hulu next. I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, I, I don't know why I would. Uh, what, what would I have to do to get banned from Hulu? <laughs> I don't know. You watch too many weird shit movies, man. We gotta. You gotta calm down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, inmates, check that shit out, and we will uh, do the same, and we'll talk about it next week. Mm-hmm. Other than that, man, uh, we got no Miss Monica to educate. I think that's probably about going to do us for the week before anything else could possibly go wrong right. with this podcast or the live feed or anything else. You got anything else on the week, amigo? No. Hopefully all of you are okay. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully the, our shitstorm over here didn't infect any of you people. <laughs> right. Uh, we're going to be coming out of LGBTQ month here in the padded room going into Buddy's birthday month, which yeah. means he has control of the, uh, the schedule. Buddy, what are we doing? for next for august horror body part month (laughs) (laughs) so but horror movies about various parts of the human anatomy i would assume okay all righty there you have it uh we're gonna start it off with the brain that wouldn't die from 1962 oh boy Uh, get your fucking shit goggles on inmates (laughs) because it's gonna be coming at you hard and fast next week Thank you very much for joining us, uh, inmates, uh, and for those of you that made what little of the live show that we were able to offer. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for attempting to join attempting us. Attempting to check us out. <laughs> yeah. um, we'll hopefully be joining you again next week with another live show. I don't know. I don't. M- and, and who knows what site we'll be on next week. Yeah, we might have to f- <laughs> fucking fabricate something for you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that We do have a Patreon campaign running. If anybody gives a shit, just go to paddedroompodcast.com. You'll find all of our Patreon links. All the links to the other shows we offer here in the Padded Room Network and anything else you might want to know about us, our affiliates, our future plans and reserve, what the fuck we're doing, we have no idea. Check it out at paddedroompodcast.com. Earn that for Miss Monica and Absentia, buddy, community standards and practices that we have clearly violated somehow. Um, You're just too attractive. No. (laughs) No, that is not it. Um, awkward young ladies that do not know how to smoke cigarettes Um, Orange Theory Fitness and the Padded Room Podcast I'm afraid visiting hours are over Have a great week